That's why, with like my phone, I carry an extra battery with me. Plug that motherfucker in so that, you know, I know. Because I know. After eight hours, motherfucker's going to be dead. Shit, six hours probably. Going to be dead. Yeah. I charge it when I can and, you know, boom, and that's it. But it's like you, you, you understand it's not their job to accommodate me. <laughs> that's true. You know? And but in your like, mind, you think it yeah. is. Because we're, we're, we're entitled we have this attitude that everybody should kiss our ass and everybody should bend over yeah. backwards. Especially as a comedian, yeah. too. You would think everyone should like us. And See, guess I what? go out of my way. Because, like, when, as a comedian, I got a few friends. This is I don't hang out with comedians. I don't like hanging out with comedians. Sorry. No, that's not true. I like hanging out with certain comedians. I don't like hanging out with most comedians. Because most comedians, it's like... Are negative. No, not doing that. Because I'm negative sometimes. They don't turn it off. I just want to have a fucking conversation. I don't want to sit here and try to make each other laugh. <laughs> laugh like they, you don't want to have a, a funny contest. Yeah, I don't want you to try out material on me. I'm sure <laughs> nobody can try out material on you. And and I don't want to annoy the fuck out of this waitress. That's a hard job. I do not want to break her balls and make her fucking job that much harder. Order your food. because I got a couple of friends that I'm like... Fucking stop. Leave her the fuck alone. Would you leave her the fuck alone? And they alone? want to fuck with her. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just joking with her. That She likes that. She knows I'm going to tip her. And I'm like, she's fucking nice to you because she has to be. Because it's he, a fucking stripper mentality. Yeah. That's the job. Shut the fuck up and stop making it difficult on me. Yeah. You know? Or you get to a point where it's like, I just can't hang out with this fucker anymore. Or if I do hang out with him, I got to hang out with him in certain... I had a comedian I invited over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a girlfriend, and she, um, Swedish girl over, mm-hmm. decided to cook us prime rib at 2 a.m. Oh, wow. That's a fucking winner right there. Right? Prime rib. Mm-hmm. So, do you mind having prime rib? Sure. So she serves us the prime rib, and this motherfucker bites into it and gets mad that it's not cooked well enough. And demands like a new prime rib or how you expect me to eat this shit? Like just being a fucking comedian. I'm like, are you being funny, rude, or are you this? just a fucking asshole? Who is this? I don't want to say his name. Hey, you. Okay. Are we being recorded right now? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, you tell me off. So I, I remember telling Justin Rivera, my mm-hmm. friend. I like Justin. Good guy. And he goes, that guy's a fucking nigger. Straight up. <laughs> That was a nigger move. And I go, I go, I go, I go, what? He's like, no, that's straight to some nigger shit to do. And I'm not trying to say, like, look, I'm not being racist. Because. I don't know. I've said it. Because, because, because when I, Justin said it, I go, okay, I get it. Like, that's some nigger shit to do where it's like, you don't give a fuck. Like, bitch, give me my fucking prime rib, motherfucker. This shit ain't cooked right. Bitch, get your ass up in there and yeah. make me another one. See, bitch. if that were the case, I would be like, you know what? You need to get the fuck out of my house. And I, I would have looked at him and I, I, I didn't know. You know, he disrespected my girl so hard after she tried so hard to, like, make this guy a prime rib. I didn't know what to I didn't know. I didn't know how to react. That's a fucking no I don't know. How, I don't know how to be nice or comedian. But, he, but my nice. respect went out the door, obviously, and I just went kind of fake, 
oh yeah, oh yeah, and then did everything in my willpower to make him leave. You gotta defend your woman at, at, at all costs. She was so sad. Mm -hmm. Um, because he, he was like, "What the fuck is this?" She's like, "No, it's cooked right." Watch, and she put her fork in it and cut it. He's like, he didn't say bitch, but it was almost like he was about to. He's like, "Girl, you don't put your shit on somebody else's food," and I, I was like, "Whoa." No, no, motherfucker like that. This is 2 a.m. I mean, beyond race. She put the like, fucking yeah. rib. No, you, you gotta get rid of like I had to get rid of him, dude. I, I didn't know how to. You go straight at it. You say, yo, oh, get the fuck out of my house. Come on, dog, we're just joking. I like, That's not how I joke. That's not how I joke. You're out. I remember I was at a... I was at a... <laughs> That's how I there, joke, man. There, there was a comic friend of mine from the comedy store. We were all sitting at a barbecue one day. And he said something about my mother. And I said, hey. Watch out. I, yeah, I said, look, let me explain something to you. I ain't like these white motherfuckers that joke around like that. Don't speak bad. You don't say anything bad about my mother. You say something again, this is the warning. You say it again, our friendship ends. You say it a third time, we go outside, and whether I get my ass kicked or not, you're going to regret saying that shit. Yeah, I'm going to fight you for yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I didn't say I'm going to kick your ass. I'm just saying. I was saying I'm going to uh, fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, you're Even if I get my ass kicked, I'm going to fuck you up. You're regret this, yeah. this night. And he said, you know what? I should have known better. That's the way you fucking, that's the way you Mexicans are. <laughs> and I don't know if that's true. But you laughed. But I said, no, I didn't laugh at all. I just said, as long as we understand each other. Yeah. And I remember being in a car. There's levels of this shit. I mean, but everybody has to have their line. Yeah, and, I agree. And, but you also have to point that line out to people. Because if you don't, these yeah. motherfuckers have no idea. Yeah. I've had so many just borderline, like, yeah, I say something? That was rude, or that was not cool, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think there's not a lot that I get offended by, but I will let you know when I'm offended, and I will let you know you need to end that shit. You need to because, stop. Yeah. And I had that out with a friend of mine one time where we were traveling through El Paso, and uh, one of the, the the headliner was like, you know, this, there's a fucking strip club over here. With a, they'll blow you for like 40 bucks. Wow. And I said, wow, what, what? what's the name of that place? And this other guy in the car who was my friend said, this is Ramos' house. Oh, God. And I was like, I looked at him and I said, hey, that shit ends right now or else you and I, this friendship ends. Yeah. And after that. Yeah, why did you have to broke. go fucking insult me? Well, he was he was pissed off at me for some reason. Mrs. As Ron. pissed off as Mrs. I Ron. could be at you. <laughs> yeah, as pissed off as I could be at you, I'm not going to do something like that. Yeah. Even if I want to start a fight. But there are other lines that I will cross. I will call you a motherfucker. I'll call you a nigger if I think that you're, that if you come at me a certain way and start with some Mexican shit, I got no problem with it. Yeah, you, you know? you're, you're, you're fine with retaliating. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't give a shit one way or another. But if it comes out, that's how you do it. I, I, I just, I think there comes a point where you, you really do have to let it be known. Yeah, you need you yeah. need to know where you stand. You got to know the parameters. You got to know. And I I actually feel good when I um have a situation where I'm like, I, I kind of you know maybe over I overreacted, but then when what, I look on back the rib, on the prime rib thing, 
Uh, the primary thing, I, I kind of bitched out that night. I'm not going to lie. I was this being is the really, thing about that. I was being really cordial. And, well, and maybe you, you didn't know this guy that well. And you I didn't know him that well, shit. but he was, he was just an ass. He was an ass pirate that night. And I was just like <clears throat> At the end of the day, you have to stand up for what you believe in. You do. You have to go out of a like that. You have be to. like, look, you need to get the fuck out of here. You're, because you're if you're just any longer, we're going to. We're going to have fucking words, and then it's going to get ugly. It's going to get nasty. Yeah. And motherfuckers got to go. And but the part- but the, even beyond that, it's just a shitty thing to do. You Number one, you do not joke or break balls with people that you don't know. And especially your peers, way. yeah, comedy peers. Because yeah. if anyone understands breaking balls, it's we. Well, yeah. I mean, so we when can, you go to that level, but, but this is the thing: it's like I can talk shit about you, and you can talk shit about me. As comics, we can all be in a group, and you can go off on the weight, or I can go off on the Chinese thing. You can go off on the Mexican thing. I, you know, we can start. You know, as long as it's within reason. But we can't do that in front of people that we don't know. Yeah. If you and I were, were close enough, right? Then, like, I got a friend. My friend is, um, I told you, half Chinese, half Mexican. And I call him, I call him a half breed Chinese, right? half breed slanite spick. Mm-hmm. I call him half breed slan, uh, you, know, you know. And there was mm-hmm. one point where he was really into black culture, so I called, I called him a nigger wannabe half breed slan spick. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that's he and I. That motherfucker's my brother. Yeah, but you can't. Anybody do- else throws on him, we're going. And you don't know him, you can't say anything. Don't enter this conversation. But I also got to be smart enough to not talk shit to him in front of other people. Because sometimes people get this idea that, oh, well, you're saying shit. I can say whatever to yeah. him. Like, no, no. This is me and him. That's comedy shows. That's a comedy show, too. Yeah. When homies open up the audience, you're like, oh, God, dude, dude, don't do that. Yeah. And they start talking to them, and, and then they want to talk to you and yeah. your side. It ruins like, the whole show because this is not the essence of comedy. Because you give, you don't give these guys power. They're yeah. there to see you. Exactly. Not fucking talk. This is the not- audience is not the show. I have an act. I have bits that I've worked out. I have bits that I'm working out. I have ideas that I think are funny and I want to see where they're going. I ain't got time to listen to you and your fucking and bullshit. That's what I I hate when like the guy before me wants to do like 30 minutes of crowd work. Yeah. Yeah. It's happened to me several times. Yeah. And did I die after? Yes. Yeah. Because I'm not connected. And they don't want to listen to my jokes. They care about this guy bringing bitches up to do a twerk contest and that's all this a whole other weird shit. Thing. That's, and see, it's that's, so disrespectful. Yeah. I had a guy like like go and just be the fucking a Mike vampire and do like our crowd work. Just get in everyone's personal space. Then bring on the next guy. Mm-hmm. And the next guy's doing real material, but no one's laughing because you're not being talked to. Yeah. So he lights them or prematurely. And that, to me, wants yeah. to fucking shoot a blow dart into his neck because it's like... Well, there's nothing worse than a... It's so disrespectful. Yeah. Like, bitch, you're doing crowd work to a crowd you're familiar with. Yeah. I get that you're doing all these funny fucking... But they love you. In a real I'm show... I'm your guest, yeah. motherfucker. In a real show... You don't set me up, bitch. Yeah. In a real show, 
run it like a real show. In a bar, you do what you need to do in order to get the fucking material yeah. to land and to control the audience. But if it's a real show, if you're at a Brea Improv, Ontario Improv, Laugh Factory, Long Beach, Hollywood, you do shit like that, you're fucking yeah, done. You, you're you out. have no business being up there. You have no business it. being up there. Run the show. Run the fucking show. Don't do shots on stage. Yo, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Shots on stage, twerking contest. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Don't don't sell your fucking merch on stage. Uh, it's all I all hate that it. shit. But That's so dis- they do all that at the end. Yeah. That's why we have that stupid hallway. Yeah. But in terms of you're bringing someone up on stage, your fucking twerk contest. I think I do a twerk contest. Yeah. The crowd is going nuts. It's not a comedy show anymore. It's, it's MTV Screen Break. Yeah. When I go up there and I don't say anything that's fucking remotely dumb or fucking easy to catch mm-hmm. on to, oh, they, they're bailing out on me. I can't yeah. do my long-form jokes. They don't care. I kept dying at this place, and I was, like, bummed because, like, what the fuck's wrong with me? I never do good here. Four fucking times in a row. You In, in a case like that, because we used to do a place called Wild Coyote up here on Beverly and over there by the Beverly Hospital. Yeah. It was a fucking nightmare. But you had to learn how to overpower the audience and yell at them. So, yeah, you can... Let me tell you something. It's right to get pissed off about the kind of unprofessionalism that that show is. But you become a better comic yeah. by learning how to fight through exactly. it. Exactly. Get them. If you get them. And a lot of it is like... So there's no excuse. Look, well, there's no There's reasons. There's never an excuse. Getting them is getting them. Yeah. You just figure out how but to the, get them. But every once in a while, you got to be like, hey, that fucking, you know, that carnival shit that just went before me, that ain't me. Shut the fuck up. I got a fucking act and I'm trying to plow through it, okay? Yeah, you I got to get home in time to watch Golden Girls. And you got to say something like, you know, yeah, the yeah. ridiculousness of it, you know? It's like, you know, or if you do engage someone in the audience, you're like, whoa, 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 I didn't want all that. Yes or no. It's a fucking predetermined answer to something that I already have set up. Just let me get to the end of this fucking script, you know? Yeah. And, you know, you, you, there has to be a cockiness about the stand-up. Of course. When you're doing it. And, you know, this is different for every person, but that's the way it works for me. I don't give control over to them, and once I get control of them, I never give back. Good. You know? Like I, yeah. like I was talking about... Sometimes I want them to, like, I do a joke where I say, um, um, when a man's heart gets broken, who does he have to turn to? And somebody might say, mom, that's what I want. I want that one word. And if I don't get it, I'll say, you know what? No one. There's no one. Even last night, I was at a show and some dumbass yelled out, mom. And I'll get some headshakes. I was like, see, you know what I'm talking about. But, you know, that's, that's bullshit. Because every time you talk to your mom, it's always the same thing. Well, what did you do? What the fuck did you do? How do I know? Because you're just like your fucking father. That's the same shit that he was pulling 20 years ago. And boom, now you got the laugh. So you can either... After a while, you learn how to manipulate an audience to get what you want. Or you provide the answer that gets you to the place. It's better when they provide the answer. But every once in a while, you have to push it. And you get to laugh either way. You know, But... Uh, I don't believe in crowd work. I don't believe in talking to the audience other than to set up some other idea that I'm trying to get across. I don't believe in fucking with them too much. I don't believe, I, I really don't believe in shitting on them. 
I don't believe in shitting on shitting them. Shitting on them is just like... Shitting on them is terrible. Yeah, no, it's, it just, it doesn't because, make listen, sense. no one came... You know, I, even Joey said it and... Patri- mm-hmm. uh, I forgot what her comic, but pretty prominent. It's just like, no one came there to get shitting on them. No. You paid your $30 and you got to leave feeling like you're fat and ugly? No, like, no, I don't no. get that. No. I'm not into that. No, it's just like... I'm- and that's why I like what you were saying was like, I make fun of myself before I make fun of them. You have to. You have to. That's how you get the respect. Especially if you're intimidating, you have to make fun of yourself in order to get them on your side and say, "Well, you know what?" Yeah, then they can. Then, then when you say something funny, they're on board because they're like, "Oh, this guy's just fucking around." It's like I was with some chick last night. We were all hanging out after this uh, the screening of this project that we were working on, and um, we went to get something to eat at Swingers in in, um, L.A. And uh, I ordered a club sandwich and a side of, uh, of chili to eat, to eat the chili and then mm-hmm. eat the sandwich, you know. I didn't want fries. Um, they brought the chili. They didn't bring the sandwich. So when I went to pay, they were going to charge me for the sandwich. I was like, wait, look, the sandwich never came. The girl's standing next to me, and I was like, I know what you were thinking. It was like, you were like, not today, not for you, chubby. I mean, I'm helping you out. And the girl started laughing. It made the guy just kind of... He chuckled a little bit, but I was trying to get her to laugh because I know, I know I ain't no fucking lightweight. But yeah. if I address it before, and I can't, I can't do a series of fat jokes. Oh, I'm so fat, this and I'm so fat. No, address the fact that I got work to do, and I'm aware of it, and then both of us can laugh about it. Did you do the fat joke? I did the joke in there. What was the joke? Oh, just I was all. No, it wasn't really a joke. It was just an observation on me. It, it was something funny. It wasn't a joke. It was just something funny to say. Oh, I see. Where I was like, where I was like, oh, I don't. I said to I said to the waiter, "You didn't bring the club." I was like, I didn't know what happened. It was like you were looking at me, going, "Not today, chubby. That ain't happening for you. I'm helping you out," you know. And she laughed. So I've made this chick laugh. I'm a little bit closer to getting it in. Yep. You know, and it's like, but you gotta, you know, women do supposedly like a sense of humor, but you still have to work for it when you're not a good looking guy. Yeah. You know, joking is not enough. Not enough. It's not enough. And when you're broke, joking is really not enough. (laughs) So it's like, you gotta, you gotta go out of your way to, you know, what I said was, it's like, I've never been the kind of, I've never been the kind of guy that women want to fuck immediately. (laughs) For me, I gotta wear a bitch down. I wear <laughs> him down. But and and a buddy of mine is like, you shouldn't say that in this age, me too, and all that. I was like, this is what we always did. You chased women and pursue if you see that they're kinda into you, there is nothing that a woman likes more than a guy who is persistent. As long as it's not creepy, yeah, and she has already said no. I don't like you. But you, you, you still go in. Yeah, but if you, if you see that, no. She's just kind of smiling at you like, no, I'm not going to go out with you. But there's a smile on oh, her face yeah. where it's like, you know, she's playing the game and she wants to be pursued. She's playing the game. I'm not talking about stalking. I'm not talking about showing up outside of her fucking window. I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm on that level right yeah. now, yeah. Yeah, you got to do it. Otherwise, you'll never get late. You'll never meet somebody that you could have any kind of, a, you know. I don't know, I mean... All of this came to me. I started to understand all this shit where I stopped drinking. You know, but I, because I, I, I didn't, I didn't start drinking till I was eighteen. 
down. But then I didn't stop drinking until the DUI. So the I DUI drank from was 18 when? to 31. You got the 30, DUI at 31. I was 31 when I got my DUI. Where were you at? I was on the 60, and I was with a comic named Felipe Esparza. And we had just left the Wild Coyote, which was this gig that we used to do up in Monterey Park. And um, this cocksucker flicked a cigarette out my window. We'd had a couple of beers because we had just left that bar. God knows where we were going and what kind of fucking trouble we were going to get into. But I would have been way more drunk, and this cocksucker might have picked up some fucking uh, harder shit. When he flicks the cigarette out the window, immediately the fucking lights go. I only have like two and a half beers. Cops pull us over in uh, the Walgreens parking lot off the Atlantic in the 60s where Tower Records used to be, remember? Yeah. And uh, they made me breathe. They made me do the breathalyzer. The limit is 0.08. I blew a 0.083. Ooh, you're done. 0.3 yeah. over. Yeah. It was, it was just... And it pissed me off because it was like, I've been way more fucked up than this. This is not even fair. I'm not drunk, but... I was over the limit. Was that your first one? That was the first time. That was not the first time that I had driven drunk. But that was the first DUI. And that was the only DUI. That was the only DUI that I've ever got. And I started questioning things about my life. Well, maybe you are an alcoholic. You know, you go to court, it cost me, because I blew so low and it was it was at a different time. I didn't have to put anything in the vehicle to, to blow into it to start the vehicle. I didn't have to... Um, I didn't have to go to uh, MAD or or the, the morgue. I had to do six. Um, I had to do six class six A AA meetings. I had to do thirty six hours of drug. So you class. did go to jail for the DUI. I went to jail for fifteen hours on the DUI, and they took me to the East LA station. For some reason, they couldn't process me, and they ended up taking me to, to the towers. So, so you're I spent 15 you're in the towers. And I was really lucky because I got busted on a Friday. I shouldn't have got out till Monday, but for some reason they let me out on Sunday, on Saturday. What the fuck, really? Yeah, it was really weird. It was really weird because everybody I talked to said you're going to be in there till Monday. Oh yeah, you know. But they let us out. I think what was happening is that they were releasing a lot of the ninety and uh, ninety day or, or nine month people. They were releasing a lot of people that day. So, so I, I got processed and I got thrown out. It was a fucking nightmare. So the day Saturday night when we did the show. Mm -hmm. Okay, so right now I'm on probation. I'm on my... Oh, you got your DUI recently. Well, I got my DUI about four years ago. And because of that, it put a hold on my license. Oh, because it was the second one? Yeah. Okay. So so long story, it's an out-of-state DUI. And those ones are tricky. Okay. Because if it was here, I could take care of everything. So I went to court. I got the verdict. I fucking agreed to do what I needed to do to take care of it. But unfortunately, I don't have the money to fly back and forth to Portland every fucking week. Yeah. Why would you have to go back and forth to Portland? Because it wants me to take classes in Portland. You can't do that here? No. But anyways, I got to figure that out. So I just neglected it. And what happened was I thought the states weren't connected. But apparently there's a thing called the intercontinental... Inter, whatever, it's a DMV mm -hmm. agreement between Oregon and California. Yeah. Where if you do anything up north, they can fuck you down here. Yeah. So I got my license suspended and I got 
one license. Um, the first time I went to jail was uh, I was driving like a junkie car. I was driving now a fucking little rich neighborhood, Huntington Drive, San Marino. Yeah. And uh, I got followed by some cops. And they discovered what, you know, that I, I, I was driving under a... I, at that time, I didn't know the Oregon had put my license on hold. Yeah. The Oregon was your first DUI? Um, or your most recent DUI? For, second. But the, the, the second one, I took care of. Uh, first one, I took care of. Second one, I didn't. I didn't know how to. How much time between the first and the second one? Oh, uh, it was years, like nine years. Oh, but it was still within the 10. It was within the 10. So that counts as a second DUI. Yeah. So, and long story short. Yeah, you're fucked. They put a license, hold on my license. Yeah. So for. If you had gotten two more years, you would have been fine. For the last four years, I've been driving to survive. Yeah. Oh, you're not supposed to drive. And you've been driving. Technically, yes. Okay. All right. So I, uh, luckily I, I, um, I, I have a, um, car that's registered under my name. It's just license. It's not really, you know, it's a hold. Sometimes you gotta take those chances. Yeah. So I got to do what I have to do. And that night I drove to the show and did my thing and I was happy. It was a great show. I left. It was a good time. I had like maybe four drinks, you know? See, that's the mistake I, I uh, here we go. There we go. And this I'm not why, judging. This is why I respect you. This is why this is and I'll tell you my fear on that because I have an incident. Well, this is why I respect you because I drive home. I'm on the 60, just like you. Yeah. We're in traffic and I'm bored. I fucking take out my pipe and I smoke a bowl. You're just not smart right now, are you? Right? <laughs> I look to my left. CHP is in my left lane up front of me. And those are the cocksuckers that got me. And they're pricks. I just see lights go on. And I go, wow. oh my God, is it me? But keep in mind, they're in front of me. Yeah. And so traffic starts going. They stay there, dog. They didn't move. While the traffic went, they just stayed till I got in front of them. And they wanted you to go around. Oh, yeah. And then the light came on. No, I went right. They went right. I went right, left. And they not so only no that they did they, the, want you now. they did the speaker thing. Mm -hmm. Um, keep driving straight. Exit the Atlantic thing. And Same I'm just spot they got me. I'm driving fucking. Everything in my mind is I'm going to jail. I have a probation. I have a, a suspended license. I have alcohol in my system. I just smoke weed. I'm done. Minimum. I'm gone for like six months. So everything. The third one is a felony. Yes. Sec, yeah. So everything in my mind is just, I'm dead. I'm everything is. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Everything I felt, I'm fucked. They pull me to the side, dude. So we pull off the sixty freeway. Yeah, the car. Yeah, the car. Guy comes out, little flashlight. Takes out his notepad. Uh, sir, you know I pulled you overnight, and I, and the first thing, of course, comedian idiot. I go, uh, yes. He goes, why? Uh, you saw me taking my my medication in the, in the vehicle, and he's like, okay, me medication is is that what you call it? Go, yeah, pretty. Much. I have a medical card. Showed him my medical card. He goes, uh, so you you use marijuana to relieve your your symptoms. He goes, what do you have? <laughs> I go, I have anxiety, depression, uh, ADD, fucking 
uh, mild cypharma glaucoma. I just said it all. Do you have any proof of this? I go, yeah. And actually, I do because I recently have recovered from a thing called Bell's palsy. Okay. It's like have my thing. It's like a little bit of a stroke, right? Yeah. yeah. So I tell him that whole thing. It was okay. So this is why you smoke the marijuana. He goes, yeah. And then while I'm talking to him, he goes, he goes, dude, have you been drinking? I go, um, a little bit. And I just tell the truth. I'm a comedian. I'm mm -hmm. coming back from a show. Um, he goes, okay. Uh, how how much have you had to drink? And at first I tried to lie. I go, officer only had like one beer. And then he gives me the little speech. Okay, so when we brought the breathalyzer, if you're more than one beer, we can use whatever you did as a lie and, and, and contempt of law or whatever. So tell me how you how much you really drank. I go, I had three beers and a Jack and Coke. He's okay, it's good. You're telling the truth, that's fine. Do you mind if we take a few tests? And at that moment, I'm just like, sure. So we do the DUI test. Yeah. He does the light thing. Uh -huh. Then he tells me he wants me to do the, the walk in the straight line, hand above foot. And I know I couldn't do it. Because even right now, like, I've had a few drinks. I can't do it now. Like, I, I know I'm buzzed. Mm -hmm. And I just straight told him, I have Bell, I go, dude, I have Bell's palsy. And one of the symptoms of Bell's palsy is vertigo. So even if you were to try to tell me to walk that line, it's not going to align with what you think because it's not a fair assessment. And the only reason I knew to say that is someone told me you can refuse tests. Yeah, you can refuse tests. I did. I did. So finally, luckily, he was kind of cool. Where he goes, okay. So what can you do? I can do everything but walk in a straight line. It was okay. Well, why don't we have you put one leg on? You know, stand on one leg. Put your leg on on your thigh. Count to thirty. Little this fucking asshole. No, I take yoga three times a week. Our ending position in class is called a happy chair yeah. pose. We got to do that for a minute, each leg. Mm -hmm. This guy just had me do happy tree pose 30 seconds. But I'm still fading. So I'm there holding in that tree pose. Like, if I were to fall over, I would fall into a bottomless split and die. There's no – this is life or death, Rick. This is not – this is not – like.